Welcome to the November 30th, 2022 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly and I'll be your host today. Today we'll be going over Proverb 30. But before we begin, let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to each one how much you truly love everyone listening to this podcast today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 30, beginning in verse 1. The words of Agur, the son of Jaki, had his utterance. This man declared to Ithiel, to Ithiel and Ucal, Surely I am more stupid than any man, and do not have the understanding of a man. I neither learned wisdom, nor have knowledge of the Holy One. Who has ascended into heaven or descended? Who has gathered the wind in his fists? Who has bound the waters in a garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name, and what is his son's name, if you know? Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. Do not add to his words lest he rebuke you, and you be found a liar. Two things I request of you. Deprive me not before I die. Remove falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food allotted to me, lest I be full and deny you, and say, Who is the Lord? Or, lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. Do not malign a servant to his master, lest he curse you and you be found guilty. There is a generation that curses its father and does not bless its mother. There is a generation that is pure in its own eyes, yet is not washed from its filthiness. There is a generation, oh, how lofty their eyes and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are like swords and whose fangs are like knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. The leech has two daughters, give and give. There are three things that are never satisfied. Four never say enough. The grave, the barren womb, the earth that is not satisfied with water, and the fire never says enough. The eye that mocks his father and scorns obedience to his mother. The ravens of the valley will pick it out, and the young eagles will eat it. There are three things which are too wonderful for me. Yes, four which I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the air the way of a serpent on a rock, the way of a ship in the midst of the sea, and the way of a man with a virgin. This is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I have done no wickedness. For three things the earth is perturbed. Yes, for four it cannot bear up. For a servant, when he reigns, a fool when he is filled with food, 
a hateful woman when she is married, and a maid servant who succeeds her mistress. There are four things which are little on the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their food in the summer. The rock badgers are a feeble folk, yet they make their homes in the crags. The locusts have no king, yet they all advance in ranks. The spider skillfully grasps with its hands, and it is in king's palaces. There are three things which are majestic in pace, yes, four which are stately in walk, a lion which is mighty among beasts and does not turn away from any, a greyhound, a male goat also, and a king whose troops are with him. If you have been foolish in exalting yourself, or if you have devised evil, put your hand on your mouth, for as the churning of milk produces butter, and wringing the nose produces blood, so the forcing of wrath produces strife. Today I'm going to take a quick look at verse 5. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in Him. This is such a comforting verse of the Bible. Every word of God is pure. That makes me want to read the Word of God. I don't have to worry about reading about negative things, about harmful things, about hurtful things, about cuss words, about words that we shouldn't use. Every word of God is pure, and He is a shield to those who put their trust in Him. What a wonderful promise of God. Today we're going to be beginning in our study of Exodus, and I would ask that you go back and listen to Monday's podcast. I give a brief overview of what we're going to be doing, and I think it might be beneficial going in to today's podcast. But what I'm going to do is in chapter 1, I'm going to go over three points I'd like for you to consider. And the first one is the new king or pharaoh of Egypt at this time did not know Joseph. So I'm going to read in chapter 1 of Exodus beginning in verse 8. Now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. And he said to his people, look, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, lest they multiply. And it happen in the event of war that they also join our enemies and fight against us, and so go up out of the land. Therefore, they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with their burdens, and they built for Pharaoh supply cities, Python and Ramses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, and they were in dread of the children of Israel. Friends, what this is telling us is the land of Egypt was very 
fearful of the Israelites. They had become so numerous, they actually outnumbered the people in the land of Egypt. And so they had to put an end to this. And they did it by subjecting them to torture, and they became slaves. This happened for over 400 years. The second one is that the two Hebrew midwives pleased God. Let's go to verse 15. Then the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives of whom the name of one was Shifra, and Shifra means beautiful one, and the name of the other Pua, and that means splendid one. And he said, When you do the duties of a midwife for the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stools, if it is a son, then you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the male children alive. So the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this thing and saved the male children alive? And the midwives said to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are lively and give birth before the midwives come to them. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very mighty. And so it was because the midwives feared God, that he provided households for them. Friends, I admire these midwives. They went specifically against the orders of the king of Egypt, who we refer to as the Pharaoh, and God was well pleased with them and provided for them because they did not kill the boys of the land. And number three, the Pharaoh ordered all sons to be killed. So let's look at verse 22. This is the last verse of chapter 1. So Pharaoh commanded all his people, saying, Every son who is born you shall cast into the river, and every daughter you shall save alive. Friends, let's take one quick look back at our proverb of the day. And the proverb was in the 30th chapter and verse 5. And that verse tells us every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in Him. Friends, I'm going to do a little bit of reflection. Um, Today is the 30th day of November, and today marks the eighth month that I have done this podcast. And I am going to take uh, an account of what I've done, what I've learned, and I feel very satisfied with where the podcast is going. Um, I feel a number of people have been changed for eternity because of this. My primary goal for this thing is to set a challenge for people. I am trying to challenge people 
to learn about the Bible, and I'm reading Proverb every day. The majority of the book of Proverbs was written by Solomon, who many consider to be the wisest person who ever lived. I know he was the richest person who ever lived. I know people talk about <coughs> people today who were billionaires, but by far, Solomon, way back in the day, was the richest person who ever lived. But I would like to challenge each person, and I, from time to time, am going to make small, minor changes to the podcast. But what I'm going to try to do is have a new portion of the, of, of the podcast, and I'm going to try to have what I've called a call to action, because the Bible tells us in James chapter 1 that we are to be doers of the Word and not hearers only. And I feel, in a way, I've been a little bit negligent in that particular aspect, and I have not asked people to do anything once they hear the podcast. And I am going to try to change that. But as we're speaking this, I have already gone forward two weeks. So this isn't really going to take effect for two more weeks. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a portion where I'm going to try to stretch people and try to get them to actually do something to try to increase their faith, to try to become more Christ-like. And then I'm also going to give like a scripture um, assignment, if you will, because I know a number of people are not reading scripture on a regular basis. And so if you do not have a scripture plan, I will give you a plan, basically on a daily basis, and ask you to read a particular chapter that uh, you can become more familiar with Scripture. But anyway, I will never end a podcast without allowing anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Friends, if there is anyone listening to this podcast today and you've never taken that step, I invite you to say a simple prayer after me today. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth and dying on a cross for me. You forgive me and by dying on the cross, all of my sins have been forgiven. By doing that, you have put me in right standing with God. I am now reconciled with God, and I can go boldly to Him and ask Him for anything I have need of. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart. I ask that you lead me and guide me from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you have any questions about anything on any one of these podcasts, I'm going to ask that you reach out to me on my Facebook page, Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. And what you can do if you have any questions about anything at all, reach out to me on Messenger and message me, and I will get back with you as soon as I possibly can. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.